Hey guys, welcome to Keeping It Simple, where we talk about life and mission in ways that are easy to understand. My name is Luis. And I'm Scott. Welcome to today's podcast. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, This is Luis, and today we're going to be talking about compassion. Hey guys, this is Scott. It's good to be with you. We are continuing in our series on the values and practices here at the Simple Church Collective. So Luis, when we talk about compassion... What are we talking about? Yeah, so when we look at the scriptures, uh, we, we, we see this idea that we should be a people that are loving and a people that uh, kind of you know meet people where they're at. Compassion literally means to suffer with or to suffer together with others. And so it's coming outside of ourselves uh, so that we can love others in, in practical ways. That makes me think of uh, Galatians 6, uh, the first section of Galatians 6, talking about bearing one another's burdens and how in you know, being compassionate, we're also in community. Like, right. Compassion right. doesn't happen when we're isolated. Right. It's, it's in this community together, which is why I think we need to talk about it. It's, as a, a collective, a simple church collective, we need to be a people of compassion, that all of our simple churches are people of compassion and yeah. they come together they bear one of those burdens and you know they they operate in love um and, and we suffer with each other and that's part of the deal man and like when one hurts the other hurts i mean i think it's important to know too that some people are really hard on themselves so some people may need to have compassion on themselves like you know and and and, and not beat themselves up too much mm. but when we talk about you know these values we're talking about framing uh these communities that we're calling simple churches which are you know jesus-centered communities on mission and and talking about being outward focused and if we're gonna live as people that you know live with other people in mind um then compassion is 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 something that jesus modeled that we see throughout the scriptures that is a distinctive of the people of god both in the Old Testament, right, mm-hmm. you know, and under the New Covenant, it's a distinctive of the people of God. You look at um, the, the early book of Acts, right, um, in, in the book of Acts, you know, it says that they had, you know, ate at each other's homes, they sold their uh, stuff, you know, their, their, their land, their homes, they, they brought the money to the apostles' feet, that they distributed that money, and that there was no one in the community that... Uh, you know, was with need. And so from the very beginning, the church has been this place of love, has been this place uh, where where the needs of the community are met because this ethos that Jesus modeled, right, of having compassion, suffering with, and, and, and suffering together with those who suffer. Yeah, the, so like the needs of uh, other people, the needs of the community might outweigh your own, or they might... They might take priority um, to fulfill those needs, to be compassionate with people around you. You might have to give up something of your own. You That's might right. that might require like financial giving up. That might require you know time That's right. giving up time some to be compassionate to demonstrate that compassion. But you mentioned like it re- it requires suffering. Jesus suffered. Could you like elaborate on that for us? Yeah. So, like I think of of one story right like. You know, the 
there's this woman who's caught in the act of adultery. She um, uh, is is about to get stoned because under the Mosaic law, like, hey, if that happens, you know, then then that the penalty was death. Uh, and then Jesus, uh, you know, the the really the religious leaders drag her to Jesus, and Jesus is like, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, one one translation has him drawing in the sand, and he kind of just looks up, and he's like, he who is without sin cast the first stone and in that moment he meets that woman and with compassion uh uh you know goes to her and says hey you're not in this alone and i recognize that you are not where you are you are not where you should be right but in this moment let's keep it real like neither is anybody else and the only one that could have pointed that finger at her was jesus and he decided not to because he is a God of grace and he is a God of compassion that gets down, gets dirty with us, and meets us exactly where we are. Mm. That's a great representation of the people you know we want to be um, with yeah. what Jesus did and and not condemning and not uh, you know he operated with compassion with mercy. Let's go back even just a little bit further. I mean, before we move on, like Jesus, even the act of the incarnation, Jesus put it on flesh was an act of compassion because he left heaven. Philippians 2 talks about Jesus left all of the riches of heaven, left everything behind, put on, and uh, Eugene Peterson talks about, you know, put on skin and, and moved into the neighborhood. And, and so choosing to suffer with us. And the book of, uh, I think it's First John, talks about how we, we don't have uh, a God who is unable to sympathize with us. Like when we sin, mm-hmm. right? Even though he didn't sin, he took on human form. He took on human flesh, yeah. right? Uh, and knows what it is to be a human, right? Yeah. And he didn't have to do that. He did that and put on human flesh and suffered uh, in many ways the way that we suffered, Um you know, still without sinning. That's right. Yeah, that the uh, incarnation is a demonstration of his compassion for us. Um, you can tweet that if you want to, yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that is a, a great uh, representation. Even in uh, Matthew five, I love this is Jesus's Sermon on the Mount teaching, um, his most famous teaching. Uh, Matthew five, he, he says, "Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted." Those blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Those are just two of the Beatitudes. But they stand out to me um, because in compassion, there's going to be mourning, like mourning with people. Yeah. But that brings comfort. Entering that, that, into. That enters into the pain and the hurt of other people. And then the mercy, the mercy aspect of it is very much aligned with the grace that, that Christ gives us and the Lord has for us. And so blessed are the people who enter into this. Essentially, blessed are those who enter into compassion, you yeah. know? Um, and I, th- I think that's a powerful representation of uh, compassion and of Jesus. He demonstrated it in his life, and he also taught it that we need to enter compassion. But the reality is, and I, I think this is really important for us, when we talk about something like compassion, no one cares what we know until they know that we care. That's right. Like, we could have all the correct doctrine in our life. We could have all the correct practices in our life, but no one is going to listen to us right. if we don't have compassion. Right. If they don't think that we care, 
They could care less about what we think. Tomorrow. Like that. Tweet that. that. Is, tweet that. Tweet, tweet that. I just made that up too. That is. I probably didn't. I probably heard that somewhere. But that is like the definition of why we need compassion. Like, in a world that chases knowledge and wisdom and things so much, and I'm all for that. If people don't know that we care, yeah, it doesn't even matter, man. So having compassion, right, and entering into other people's mess, yeah. and that's what it is, right. And then this is the reality too. Like, some for some people, we, you know, it might be like an emotional thing that we need to enter into, right? Yeah. Uh, like you know, say you know your neighbor's having going through a divorce, right? And so you enter into that. You may not have gone through a divorce ever in your own personal life, but you can just be alongside them. You can suffer with them. You know, some of the worst things that we can do is when people are experiencing pain and loss and disappointment is just kind of like, sometimes Christians, we, we do this, right? Just throw a Bible verse at, at someone. I just actually saw this on, on online the other day. Uh, and this is like a former, you know, ministry person that, that, um, that I know uh, this person is in the hospital with COVID and then they just like threw like a psalm at them like yo chill out just like let them be like love them encourage them and maybe some people just don't know right like another way to encourage them and then that's fine but maybe consider saying man listen I'm with you you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm praying for you. Is there, is there anything that you need? And that's how you enter it. You know, and they might just need an a, a ear to listen. You know, or or they, they might, might be they might need someone to mourn with them. With them, you know. Yeah, and most people, right, need friends. I think there's been tons of study that have done like we're in this day and age, despite the social media stuff, despite we're some of the loneliest people. We're the most individualistic culture on the planet. Like and some of the loneliest people because we really what our, appears our connection to be, is the internet, not real and it's human not, connection. Exactly, and and I think that COVID has you know um, made that and kind of like magnified that even more. Somebody once said you know um, that your primary needs need to be met first mm. before um, someone can can hear the gospel. For example. If you, if you, and my background is in mental health and drug and alcohol and doing um, uh, homeless ministry, if, you know, and I was a, a social worker at one point. Um, and if you try to talk to a person on the street who is hungry, uh, hasn't had a good night's sleep in a while, uh, and you and you talk to them, let's just put it simply, like about recovery or something like that. They don't want to hear that. But maybe if you get them a sandwich, you get them a coffee, you know, you sit down on a bench with them, then that creates an opening that creates a bridge for a bigger conversation. Mm -hmm. So the same thing for us, like if we, you know, come into relationship with folks that are going through deep pain, deep suffering, whether that's hunger or whether that's loss or, or whether that's, you know, um, some sort of disappointment, we got to meet people where they're at and listen listen um and and again i mean that's sometimes the most compassionate thing we could do is listen is like hey maybe we can offer a sandwich right maybe we can offer our presence right mm -hmm. and that sometimes could be the most compassionate thing yeah 100 percent. yeah we to, sometimes we just need to stop talking mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. i know you listen to a podcast about us talking you right know? but sometimes to demonstrate compassion well we just need to be present, you know, stop talking and 
and be there. Uh, I think we see that in the life of Jesus, yeah. in the life of the disciples, uh, in the life of many church uh, figures in, in, in throughout history that sometimes compassion isn't, you know, compassion isn't about uh, what we know or how, giving the right answer or pointing to the right verse. or right. It's about love. Compassion is fundamentally that's it. about love. Fundamentally, at the end of the day. And I think that that's the kind of communities that we want to create, that, that, that we want to become. And really, like, you know, and that, and that will eventually point people to Jesus. You know, it was in the text it says, like, they will know that you are Christians, right? That they will know that you're, you're my followers by your love. Right, mm-hmm. and so when people are radically loved, uh, a lot of times they have questions like, "Yo, why did you do that? Why mm-hmm. did you go out of your way and care for my family in this way? Why did you go out of your way and then like, as soon as you like, parked your car in your garage, came over and talked to me and stayed with me for two hours, you know, while I was just telling you about this deep um, pain that I'm going through in my family. You know, like pe- normal people don't do that kind of thing. And so yeah. when people start to ask those questions and we can say, well, you know, you know, I serve a God of compassion or or God has changed my life and I, or I wasn't always this way, you know, and um, thank you for sharing that stuff with me, you know, mm. and not coming at people like trying to fix them. That's another thing, right? Like, but coming That's at them. That's not compassion. Right. <laughs> it's just saying like, hey, suffering with them, being with them and and mm. showing them tangible expressions of, uh, of love, you know, um, especially for those that are suffering. Yeah. I think you said it well. Compassion's about love and if we don't have that, we, have, we don't have compassion. We don't have uh, one of the core values of the Simple Church Collective and of Jesus. And that's of the utmost importance to us. Yeah. Um, but as we are, are talking about compassion, you had a really good definition that yeah. you found online that I think would be valuable for us to, to hear and to maybe just dissect briefly. Yeah. So, so I found this definition online um, and it said, the meaning of compassion is to recognize the suffering of others, right? So to be attentive to the pain of others and to take action to help. Compassion, uh, the definition continues, embodies a tangible expression of love for those who are suffering. You know, and so going back to that idea that compassion is born of love, you know, and we have been born of love, right? Like as a people, like God loved us, right? He came, put on flesh, created a way for us to be restored into relationship with God, you know, and that's the gospel. And born as gospel people, moving towards others in love, right, demonstrates the compassion of God. And it demonstrates the compassion of his people. But it has to be tangible, right? I think. And so, again, that might be listening to others. That might be offering someone like a tangible expression like, you know, know, like a sandwich or, you know, something like that. During this COVID time, you know, if, if you know someone that has gotten COVID, one of the things... Our family got COVID back in November, and there was some expressions of compassion that uh, were shown to us. Uh, people from around the country that we know, um, they once they heard that we had COVID, some people put together like some shopping. Um, they like like grocery bags. Grocery, kind of yeah, and they came to our house. I think you know there was one of those shopping services. They went to Costco, got pre-prepared meals, and we felt loved. 
we felt loved. We felt seen. We felt like we weren't going through COVID alone. So that's like a personal anecdote of when I felt like, man, we were going through it. Uh, we were really scared, yeah. but there were people uh, who were out there were saying like, "How can we show uh, a tangible, you know?" Um, and I'm not going to say their names because they, you know, that's not why they did it. They did yeah. that, be, you know. And obviously, in the Bible, also talks about Jesus' ethos is don't let your right hand know what the left hand is doing. So that also shows maturity. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen those TikTok videos or those YouTube videos where people are like giving like a homeless man 500 bucks. Then they, like, record it, you know? I was like, why? You're, you're defeating the purpose. <laughs> yeah, like, you're... dude, like, it's not about you. It's about meeting other people with you. Yeah. Are. Well, uh, I'm not on TikTok, but... TikTok. Yeah, I think that uh, practically, you know, in this season of life, we need to show people compassion. I think it aligns with uh, generosity, one of our other core values that we talked about previously, you know, inviting people into your house and hosting them, giving them a meal, um, meeting people, like go to a restaurant, you know, pay for someone's meal, like bless them, be compassionate, yeah. financially support and bless people and, and, you know, take time out of your day intentionally with margin so that you can be a compassionate kind of person. Yeah. And that even just, might, you know, it changes your attitude a bit and your outlook and how you see people. And I'd even say, you know, to get maybe a slightly more spiritual, pray for people in your life yeah. that, you know, that's a, that's a symbol of compassion too. And, yeah. you know, it humanizes hey, how people can I pray in your for life. You, yeah. Right? And most times, nine times out of ten, I think people would be like, yo, yeah, you can pray for me. You yeah, know? there's something going yeah. on. Keep your distance. Follow local guidelines or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then and then pray. So. Yeah. So this is the biggest takeaway, right? Um, if, if we are... The people that God calls us to be, then we're going to be uh, a people of compassion. As disciples, we're not just called to know things about God, right? But to love people in tangible ways. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Keeping It Simple, where we talk about life and mission in ways that are easy to understand. Stay tuned as we release episodes each Wednesday. We'd appreciate it if you would like, review, share, and subscribe our podcast. Thank you for listening.